Jill Bennett in for Simi this week. Well, Surrey City Council has been looking at some extreme measures when it comes to saving money as we continue with the COVID-19 pandemic. Revenues are dropping like they are in many municipalities. So there has been talk about waiting until September to open some civic facilities, as well as a pause on hiring until 2021. And there was talk as well about the transition to a civic police force at the council meeting held last night. We need to pause the police transition. There's no no need to do it now. It is only taking away from our citizens. We continually hear that Surrey is in good shape Um, Apparently the best of anywhere in the country, we are faced in making these draconian uh, cuts and austerity measures. And so I feel that we should be looking at this money, looking at this preserved, protected, transitional money, you know, approximately $25 million, and take either all of it or a good portion of that and use it to offset our budget shortfalls. That was Councillors Brenda Locke and Stephen Pettigrew speaking last night. Also at last night's meeting, Councillor Jack Hundile introduced a motion calling on Council to commission a feasibility study for the policing transition. He joins us now on the line to talk more about that. Councillor Hundile, thanks so much for being with us. Good morning, Jill. What would you like to see or what did the motion call for that you brought forward last night? Well, the motion I, I presented last night in council was actually a combination of other what other levels of government are saying as well. So we had the uh, Minister of Labour, Harry Baines, John Horgan, uh, Mr. Wally Opel, QC, Peter German, you know, even Mayor of Vancouver, Kendi Stewart. And I spoke about the City of Richmond did the review, and essentially it was to do a, a proper feasibility study uh, with a cost analysis by a major accounting firm um, that would actually be able to tell everyone uh, what the cost of transitioning is going to be, uh, certainly in this new uh, um, COVID-19 uh, economy that we're, we're in the middle of right now. And how was the notice of motion received? Uh, well, to be honest, I was a little surprised that it, uh, maybe we didn't get into uh, sort of locking horns with the mayor just to get it out of the gate, but uh, I was able to read through it. And then he proceeded to tell me that uh, um, you know it'd be out of order for a variety of reasons. But the one I found that uh, was most sort of suspicious is that he stated that he had uh, received a um, uh, an order of counsel from Victoria on uh, on the Surrey Police Board, or sorry, the Surrey uh, Police uh, Force, and asked him to share that, and he said that he couldn't share it, um, but uh, the government could share it. So uh, I'll be following up with that today and seeing if uh, there actually is an order in council uh, for the establishment of Surrey Police. Uh, when really I think that's uh, the way I understand it is that has to be uh, you know done through the board and it has to go back to the minister and then it'll be issued after that point. Does that seem odd that uh, he would come out and say the response to that was that he had uh, this this somewhat secret to order in council letter? Uh, I think it was odd for anyone else. I think uh, being in council for the last two years, I've seen a lot of odd things uh, from that. So from my perspective, it's uh, one in a a long line of things that are just uh, unusual. You don't see in other councils and certainly uh, what other civic leaders would be saying. But uh, in this particular case, uh, you know, there is a process in place. Uh, the next step is going to be the establishment of a board. And hopefully, I think once that board is established, we will start to see that transparency coming through in this count- in this uh, transition. Uh, your notice of motion, though, to call for the feasibility study, do you have a cost uh, associated with that on what it would what it would cost Surrey to have a major accounting firm do this this analysis? Uh, it certainly wouldn't cost much. I mean, we already know there's over been uh, you know close to over a million million and a half dollars spent 
to date, just doing put out the FOIs, uh, you know, uh, bringing in more staff to deal with this transition, uh, really, because that's the only department in the city which is actually uh, being beefed up and bulked up, um, and uh, and with new hires coming in. So, you know, all the attention and focus of the entire uh, existing budget seems to be uh, to support this one project. Um, so as for the cost of it, um, you know, we'd probably do look at what maybe Richmond paid for it, which would, uh, I'm sure would be, um, you know, a few, uh, maybe 100000 150000 I know, um, uh, you know, they brought in Vancouver Police to assist with uh, the report they generated. Um, so I, I really can't see the cost being uh, a heavy burden on the taxpayers, considering what you're looking at is uh, a budget and a process that's going to cost hundreds of millions of dollars. Do we know at this point what it's going to cost if the transition continues on the track that it's on right now? Uh, no, not really. I mean, there was uh, numbers presented in the budget that, you know, this is part of a, um, you know, uh, one point or sorry, 129 transition uh, or million transition cost. Uh, but really, I mean, no one really knows because there's so many assumptions built into not only the pr- report that was produced by Vancouver Police, but certainly from Mr. Wally Opal uh, when he did his review, that uh, this is all going to be based on negotiating different levels of government uh, with different service providers, whether the RCMP or another municipal uh, policing department or setting up uh, certain systems on their own. In fact, we already know that the IT cost alone uh, to set this up is looking upwards of $30 million. And if you look at the report, it only had it at $7 million. And in the meantime, there's the talk of what's going to happen financially. Surrey's not any different in that municipalities and cities are feeling a huge financial hit because of this ongoing pandemic. What do you say to, to Surrey residents who are listening to this and hearing this saying, and finding out that their facilities that they would like reopened might be closed until September, and that's what's going to take the hit? Yeah, I mean, we are in the middle of this of this pandemic, uh, and Surrey is no different than anyone else. Uh, I think in some ways we probably uh, fared a little bit better, but I think part, a lot of it had to do with the fact that there wasn't really a lot to trim from uh, in the city of Surrey uh, to begin with, because we are a fairly lean municipality. You know, 852 days until uh, left until the next election, I think people should <laughs> sort of have some hope that there is an end in sight mm, and, and there will be a change. Uh, with us. But, uh, you know, the residents of Surrey are concerned. Even as of this morning, and I got up, I had multiple uh, messages from residents, uh, emails, and you know, on social media talking about, look, my kid wants to get into hockey. They want to, you know, why are you guys reducing the, the playing weeks, uh, the months for opening, delaying the opening in here? You know, the residents of Newton and Cloverdale, I mean, they're getting hit with, uh, you know, fields not opening up, you know, clubhouse not opening up. We have a uh, community rec center in Clayton that is uh, ready to be opened, but it's going to be delayed until spring of next year. At this point, and maybe maybe longer, I don't know. Um, it has a library in it, a rec center, a community center, uh, and that's been uh, that community's been underserved for a long, long time here in Surrey. Uh, so, what do you do next? You mentioned that you were going to try and see the order in council that the mayor referenced at the meeting last night. To what else do you do? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to I'm going to do that. I'm certainly going to look at the budget again here, uh, as because we're going to be going into the budget. Uh, cycle uh, fairly quickly here uh, by the end of summer, uh, meaning a fall, and uh, looking at okay, what do we, um, what can we bring forth that's going to work? But it's really hard though when you know there's 25 million dollars sitting there in this police transition budget, and had that money been shifted over, uh, we wouldn't be looking at uh, certainly the depth and the severity of the cost that we have today. So I'm going to keep being vocal about it. I'm going to connect with the residents of, uh, of Surrey and keep asking them, look, you know, you need to step up, you need to get engaged. Um, and, uh, you know, there is an end in sight here, and let's start planning for the future.
All right. We'll leave it there. Councillor Hundile, thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you, Jill.